Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's May 12th, 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me, ASAP, will be Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all of the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, hit us up. Give us a call on the Constellation Lines, and Cam and myself will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, the number to call and talk to us live is 347-202-0103. If you can't call us live, but again, you want your voice heard on this show, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes uh, to ask questions, post comments, yell, scream about the, why we're, we're all it's such an unwatchable show, apparently. Uh, the voicemail is there for you. So hit the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail can be reached at 415-787-5229. You can't call us or you just don't like your voice for, for varying reasons and don't want to leave us a voicemail. You can hit us up on the email tip. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Uh, so hit us up anytime during the week, anytime during the show, actually, uh, to uh, find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, let us know in the subject of your uh, of your email, VIP or non-VIP, which segment you would like your email read in. And you can also find the show on Twitter, at slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter, at TradLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch, East Coast Cast. Uh, be sure to give us a like over there. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how it works. <clears throat> so... Let's see if we're all ready to go. Uh, we're still waiting on camp. All right. Um, what? Uh, this was, you know, we got a go home raw that uh, for for WrestleMania Backlash that I did not see. I saw in highlight form, which didn't seem like the. The worst show you hear, you know, people on their hyperbolic Twitter statements. Uh, worst, worst raw ever. 
And, you know, it's, and I'm sure for WWE, it's easy for them in a three-hour show to put a top ten or a highlight package together to, to make a, a crappy show seem, seem decent. So I can't, you know, judge too harshly or, or defend one way or the other. But it, it seemed okay. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, Braun Strowman and, and Drew McIntyre, none of that stuff seemed offensive uh, or terrible. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the match, what's the match? I guess it's Drew, or didn't he? Drew got a shot last week, didn't he? Or earned his, earned his shot? I don't know, but are they going for it? They're going to make it a triple threat. Is that what's gonna? Is that what's gonna happen? It would help if <laughs> if I knew the intricate storylines, but I don't. Or also, <clears throat> yeah, I get it. But uh, but again, I didn't seem. Or I didn't get how it was possibly you know one of the worst roles ever or or anything like that. But the main event picture is the main event picture, stale as it may be, as I think you've got they've got something in Bobby Lashley, and they're not setting him up with opponents. You know, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. It's just been there, done that, and they're not telling the story in any kind of different way that would make that been there, done that feel feel you know uh, uh, less uh, whatever. Just time and time again, they just find something that I don't know if it just works for management. They just the creative I, I don't again, creatively it's not terrible. Nothing is offensive or it's just at this point and May of goddamn twenty twenty one, it's just kinda of boring to see Ron Strowman and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley doing the same stuff they were doing in February. And it feels like we've paid the Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre stuff off twice now, and we're still, still doing it. So, all right, look who, uh, who decided to show up. Got me floundering. Cam, what's happening? My fault, OG. <laughs> it's all good. How's everything? My right, man. Just um, wrapped up my first interview with uh, PWI, um, mm. so got to gotta work on putting that into print, um, but yeah, that's like one of those childhood dreams, you know, being in PWI one way or another and, you know, working on that, so. Yeah, in 2005, I'm pretty sure I submitted some kind of writing sample to them and never heard of it, but yeah, that is definitely it was one of those. Him. But yeah, they're total haters then. Now they got under new management. They got somebody in there that's uh, sees talent. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's awesome. One of the difficult things in that medium, at least for me, was an interview form. I, I, did, I had a communication you know, background in high school and college, so I was doing interviews and newspaper shit. I just remember freshman year in high school trying to put together an interview with the dean in the format. I'm, like, looking at the editor, like, Travis, so what about these new lunches? Dean, well, the new lunch program. And they're like, no, 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 no. You can't just write your question and then answer 
the whole fucking article. And you have to learn context and how to tell a story. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, that's 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 cool. That's yeah. I think that's the that's the weekend project. I'm working on converting the uh, the spare bedroom into like a creative space. So I got the computers in here and some posters up. So I just barricade myself in here and get to work. But yes, yeah, it's just some cool shit. That's not. I I th- I, I heard that was going to be like uh, the, the the stained wood glass uh, room or get a desk going. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to. Go. I'm afraid to put a couch in here because I know what people will think, but uh, it might be necessary. Um, I was talking about how unwatchable Raw has been and how people's people's reaction to Monday's show. Uh, from what I saw, I just saw the highlight stuff. It didn't seem overly offensive or bad, just kind of boring, just same old, same old. Uh, yeah, we're just here. Uh, oh, I Beat fucking, uh, you know, beat up, uh, what's the Beat said like he said he was gonna, which was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the week before the show was like, yo, you hot right now. There's a reason I've been here as long as I've been here. Uh, he said that last week, and then this week came out and won straight up, hitting exploders on people, like it's back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like you said, Strowman Lashley Drew thing. There's no, there's no fire to it, man. It's just there. I don't think adding Braun to it really changes anything up a whole lot. I get how much time they invested in Drew, but you got to find something else for Drew to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, also like exciting and mm-hmm. important. Just saying title fucking stuff. And you know, when they'll see it in like six months, if maybe there's a new champion, or we can revisit the thing with Bobby Lashley, but. He's been doing it for like four straight months. And it's just uh, time for, you know, they had Miz in there to kind of mix things up back in whatever that was, January or February, but mm, it's just enough's enough. It's May, for crying out loud. And this ain't, this ain't the hottest thing. It's not, it's not seen in Edge. It's not Edge and Orton or however, those, you know, those forever few. You know, they ain't them, and uh, mm-hmm. doing them a disservice. <laughs> um, For sure. So is, is there a bona fide uh, headline this week besides kind of a default? Yeah, Backlash is this weekend. Yeah, um, Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts is definitely a headline. Um, okay. Really, um, really good match. Um, you know, marred a bit by the ending, but I wasn't super offended by the ending. Um the ending set the industry back three decades, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? You want to go over the top with a um, statement like that? Nah, man. My man fell off the thing and and you know didn't fall hard. Like I'm not even. The point well, was where obvious, obvious, which was like hmm? okay. I'm glad that I'd rather that than the broken back. You know, broken back spinal. Yeah, like like, you know, Chris Jericho didn't get hurt on that. And now we got Ricky Starks out three months with a fractured neck off of a German suplex. You know what I mean? Like yes, that we all know. in the real in in the in the moment knew. Uh, oh, that was bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he just kept because instinct. That was the spot. I don't. You know, a lot of things. Who knows what runs through your mind in a split second with the. But yeah, that was uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many? How long? So, yeah, like, 
three months, they're saying. That's that's pretty incredible. It's fucking so he got his like neck thing that like is proof that's mm-hmm. you know, hopefully he takes his time absolutely fresh thing. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, you um you know, I reached out to him, I was just like, Man, like you got next. Like just, you know, <laughs> rest up, come back better, but you got next and he's um, you know, he had to break character slightly because he's I've gotten a lot of people reaching out to him and he's yeah. appreciative of the support. Um, but yeah, hopefully that works out. But like, yeah, I don't, Jericho being 50, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, he doesn't need to be doing things that can get him hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needs to be out there telling a good story, which they did. Um, you know, AEW's doing this thing, man, um, that, that WWE struggles with so hard. Like, it it doesn't take a belt to make a star. You know what I mean? Like, they're pushing MJF as, like, this really, really big deal. Meanwhile, Kenny Omega's the champion. Meanwhile, Darby Allen's the champion. Meanwhile, the Bucks are champions. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's sure. there, there are ways to get guys over it and, and let them close a show and let them be a big deal. It does not always have to be centered around who's going to be champion. And it works. You know, like, Ricochet's not MJF, right? But... There are things for Ricochet to do. There are absolutely things for Ali to do that don't have to fizzle out. You know, these are guys who can be more than what they're presented as. Everybody doesn't have to be in the title picture. They can be doing other things. And, like, AEW has, you know, three, four, five things you can point to. They're like, okay, these all feel like big deals. And right now, I don't think WWE has three, four, five things that you can say are big deals. Or if they do, it's spread across three shows. It's spread across eight hours of TV a week. Exactly. <laughs> like they do. Like we can sit here and name like some credible stuff and some good stuff they've done very recently. But you know, one from here, one from there, maybe two from there. Yeah, not a good average. AEW is doing this in two hours a week. You know, like that's. Um, I wish the people who say that I hate. <laughs> I hate AEW. You could hear this. Like no, it's just no. Going out you, good things when they are good. But yeah, um, I I thought that that lasting image of him on top of the cage, bloodied. I thought that was that was really, you know, artistic and well shot. Um, And yeah, as I say, you can do things. Yeah, like where I say you can do things without people uh, being in the title picture. Like now, he's got to be there, right? Like he should probably be the guy to take the belt off Darby Allen. You know, like and he should call. He should. He should. He could. You could potentially go even further and be like, "I'm calling my shot." Mm-hmm. Like I'm in the you know kind of thing. Like he could look at his diamond ring uh, gimmick that he's got. Uh, you know, like I've won this thing back to back. I'm still undefeated. I'm pretty sure he's still undefeated, or mm-hmm. certainly hasn't been pinned or tapped. Uh, yeah, it might be time to just go all all in. Uh, not like. In, in two months, he's going to be the champion, uh, but maybe in six. You start, you start now. Just uh, yeah, have him start calling a shot. Like, and and the TV and TNT title, you know, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be a bad to start. Sorry, Darby Allen. Like you're good and everything, but and you can even build that up again. It doesn't have to be two weeks from now. The MJF is the TNT champion. Again, have them call a shot, be the heel that, uh, not this week. Now, you know, 
and then the most inopportune time for Darby Allen. Hey, look at this. I'm cashing in my. I'm calling my. I'm calling that uh, title match. Darby Allen let Ethan Page throw him down some stairs last week. That man is crazy. Oh, what the fuck? Ethan Page? Let MJF throw you down some stairs. Sure. So I think the gimmick is that Ethan Page has been beating the shit out of him all across the Indies. Nobody gives a fuck about that, man. What? Yeah, I think that's what I'm following that shit. Like 12 people are watching, like, yeah, super invested in the next Ethan Page attack on Dirty Allen. And in that whole history part. Oh, come on. Uh, That's, that's, yeah, that's too bad. But overall, what about the blood and guts? Uh, yeah, the match. Is that what they call it? The I thought everybody played their part. Yeah. yeah. It is fascinating that they have to call it blood and guts because you can't call it war games. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're literally calling the match blood and guts. Like, I, I, I don't know what, how they went with that name specifically. I think it's hilarious. It's like his dad, you know, Cody's dad invented the match. I'm like, nah, he invented war games. He didn't invent blood and guts. <laughs> well, I like that they call it blood and guts. They have the two match double cage uh, setup, and they put the uh, the rules of uh, not the tail of the tape, but just the rules of the match. And it's just like this is war games. They just literally have, yeah. can't fucking you know call it that. <laughs> Maybe one ring is blood and the other one's guts. Guts. There you go. Um, I thought it was the best Jack Swagger's looked in years. Um, yeah, I thought that man's head was really good. Sammy Guevara is a crazy person. Like he I just is, saw him selling all over the place. He can do all the moves. And he did sell a lot for sure, but he can do all the moves. It's ridiculous how, how athletic that kid is. He can just do everything. Anything in the, on the yeah, undercard? That was, uh, uh, we're talking about besides Ricky Stars' injury. Uh, so Cody and QT had a match, and somebody wrote a really mean op-ed about Cody for Denspin. It was, it was, it was just really mean-hearted. Um, like it wasn't jokes. It was like Cody needs to fuck off, like immediately, and you know it was about he does this wrong and that wrong and this and that. While I. I disagree with the tone and the spirit of the article. I do agree that there's a certain amount of leeway you have with a boss that you should probably avoid. Like, the QT Marshall thing has not worked. Um, I know you, you do your homeboy a favor, you know, get him some shine, but he just, he's about playing as they come. And I, I, I feel like Bland is a, is a, is, if you're talking about like vanilla ice cream, Bland and it's like a fine thing to say, but I don't like to say people are bland. But he's yeah. plain, and I understand that they're synonyms. But yeah, he just like he was in their bar when everybody's moves. Like he was like Shang Tsung. Like I don't really have this style of my own, so I'm mm-hmm. going to imitate this person when I go. And I just thought it was, you know, it was fine, but like not fine in a good way. It was like, why does this exist? You know. Um, I just I, I enjoy boring and not yeah, it's just at all like I don't 
The feud is you make me work too hard. Like, all right. Well, I can't attest to that because I don't watch week to week, but I did tune in last week. At the feud, though. Yeah. Okay. So, for real, like, the the issue that they had was that Cody, um, QT wants to be home with his wife, and Cody makes him work with the dog. QT, QT wants to be with his own wife in his home. He wants to spend family time with her. And, yeah, Cody makes him work too hard. So, yeah. All right. He pays him, right? Um, like Cody does like some slave driver. Yeah, he gives him check. money. To the point okay. where the first match, like QT was frustrated and wanted a match with Cody. And Cody was like, dog, I won't have a real match with you. We'll have an exhibition. Like, he was sunning them. Wow. <laughs> it was some wild shit. Yeah, he was sunning that, man. Let's, let's have an exhibition. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah, but I mean, I guess the uh, the trade off is now you get um, like he has his own kind of faction with Anthony Agogo, who has the coolest finisher in wrestling right now. Yeah, um, he really does. Uh, he didn't get he. he <laughs> it sucks that he needs to be around. He doesn't need to be Agogo. That is the coolest guy in the group. Like he and he certainly shouldn't be like by far because he's just super. But because he's around these other guys that are number one, nobodies as far as like star power. But then uh-huh. it's like they don't have the thing to to make me want to tune in again. To and that's in turn to make you in the long run. You keep doing that makes you a star. They don't have anything. He's just surrounded by fucking dead weight. It's like, how is this guy that you're, gonna, that you're trying to, that, you know, y'all giving him squash matches and y'all trying to get that finisher over and you put him with this bunch of fucking jobbers? Like, he should not be, like, just sticking, standing out like a sore thumb because it's a, in a, it's in a bad way. Like, man, he's around a bunch of scrubs and they clearly, it's like they clearly put him with this group. He ain't with them by his own volition. Like, why would he be with them? Uh, yeah. So, if they want to have anything with Anthony and Gogo, and I think they, you know, he has the personality. I think if he has the, uh, if he has acclimation, all that kind of stuff, he could certainly uh, do something in AEW. But, mm, not around those uh, group they got. Him. He's trying to make him, you know, make him the, that clear and obvious uh, breakout star, but it's like, no, he's too new. He can't, <clears throat> he can't carry a group of wrestlers, <clears throat> some new guy with a gut punch finisher like that we don't even see wrestle for real, for real. <laughs> so, uh, have a slow burn introduction with this guy, you know, if yeah. Anyway. Um, um, Kenny Omega yeah. is an absolute ham. Um, talking to Orange Cassidy the way that he did. <laughs> he is Kenny. Yo, that was the worst. Yo, that down. was the most disappointing part of of the show to me. Because what the fuck did Orange Cassidy saunter his dumb ass out there for? To get fucking sunned? To get his glasses taken off of his face? And given to the fucking bad boy? I was sitting there like, okay, 
Ju- Juice is going to, yeah, Orange Cassidy's going to kick this motherfucker in the back. And then, perfect opportunity, like when at the end uh, of that segment, knock it, knock it, knock it, knock it the fuck off, walk past him, and he could have just grabbed that little motherfucker by his arm and took his glasses back. That would have saved the whole promo for him, the whole interview segment. But no, at the end, he just lets this guy, this chump, Who's, who's there to carry the other guy's title belts, take walk off with his shit. Omega didn't even wear him out. He gave him to the bag boy, and he let the bag boy walk off with his, you know, you know, $800 Ray-Ban Orange Cassidy exclusives that they made a big deal out of. And I'd have been better off if he fucking stomped on him and, like, had, I, I was so disappointed in that segment. God damn. God damn, that is not how you fucking make people into likable, over, you know, uh, fighting, combat, uh, what do they call uh, wrestling and like combat sports, fucking heroes and stars. Ugh, so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Your thoughts? I loved it. Um, except for the glasses getting taken, I loved it. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm just letting that part. Uh, but he just came out there and didn't do nothing. Just like, all right, I get, you know, you're cool and your hands in your pockets, but it looks like a fucking dweeb. So, um, anything from uh, from SmackDown we're talking about? What about that Mach 10 Bell salute? Yo, so yeah. Um, <laughs> J J uh, or Jimmy Uso's back. Um yeah. uh is back. Uh they did the fake Tim Bell salute for Daniel Bryan because they got him the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. Um and then they had yeah, Jimmy come out and Jimmy's hype, Jimmy wants to be down, he's with the team and all that. They goof in the Cesaro uh in the Cesaro Rollins match. So so uh so he gets a title shot. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, who, thank God, they don't pretend like those two don't have a relationship. Um, Rollins goes and complains. He's like, yo, you need to get your bitches in check. He's tells <laughs> what he tells Roman. And Roman's trying to check Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, dog, I, who do you think you're talking to? Like, this ain't, like, I, no, you're not going to talk to me crazy like that. And he told his brother, he was like, yo, like, we should be tag champs, Roman should be champ, like, we can run this whole thing, but nothing to do with running up behind nobody. So, uh, at the end of the night, Cesaro's giving everybody the business. Uh, Jimmy kind of, it's interesting how they did it. So, it's not like Jimmy was saving Roman. Jimmy was saving Jay. Yeah. Uh, and he ended up taking a beat down for it, too. Your man Cesaro ends up standing tall. So, I thought it was a really strong episode. Like, it told a story throughout the night. I, th- I think that's an advantage that SmackDown has over Raw. If there's one overarching story, that story is weaved through the night while, with everything else going on. I think that that's how it should be. Yeah, you got the, I mean, it's not tomorrow or this Friday's the go-home show, but, you know, two weeks, two weeks out or two no, shows out. No, this is the go-home show. This week is the go-home show, I'm saying, yeah. But last week when he oh, yeah. the, when he stood tall and all that, you know, two shows out from the you know pay per view, he gets his title shot, gets the stand triumphant, he hit all the all the whole squad with with his finisher. It was really 
it was just really well done. Like you said, it was just well done the way they told the story throughout the throughout the night. And Seth Rollins, like let's not uh, like he was, you know, they just had another, you know, another really good in ring in ring thing. This time you had the outside interference and all and all the, the gaga on, uh, that you get on TV, but just quality stuff. Uh, I, I thought there was a, t- a chance, an opportunity for for Paul Heyman and the, the Ten Bell Salute <clears throat> to do not to do the ding nine times and say, "Oh, Brian came up short again." But they maybe you know uh, they uh, they uh, restrained themselves. I was counting along. Like, Is he going to do ten, or are they going to make a, a Brian uh, a Brian joke? Paul Heyman's probably like, "No." Nah, Um, anything else on SmackDown? What about that? Bailey beat up uh, uh, Bianca 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 Belair. Yeah, bit. Bailey sure did give her the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, was it a ten-person tag match with yeah. Sammy, uh, Corbin, Sammy Corbin, uh, Otis, uh, Gable, and Gable, Apollo. Right. That's right. Yeah, against. Uh, Big E and the Tree Profits and KO and Shinsuke. Yeah, there we go. I thought that was really good. Um, really did enjoy it. Um, yeah, SmackDown was SmackDown was solid. Um, again, like you said, is there anything else good on SmackDown? We always talk about it like that, but the fact that they had a story from start to finish what was going on with Roman, everything else just kind of works. Like even if Smackdown's just a better written show, it just really is. Man. It's a better written show. It's a better put together show. Uh, I'm not going to ever not say this. It's only two hours, and that's just going to always give the advantage of uh, overall. Just doesn't. Even if they had something good to tell, they'd have to tell it for three hours or start at you know to a third of the way in to start telling the story. That, and then you know, it's, yeah. It's not how you do things, and certainly in wrestling, until throughout the whole show. Whatever. I, I just, it's clearly a, a, philo- a philosophical difference about how those shows are being put together. Like, it's very stark. Uh, wonder how the same, same, same person gives the go-ahead on both those, both those shows. I don't see how you see SmackDown as successful as it is because it shows in the rating, uh, and I'm sure in the in the digital ratings and like the Hulu's and, and the day afters and all that kind of stuff, DVR. Uh, oh, oh, Raw, uh, another reason why Raw was was what the fuck, Kofi and and with and uh, the whole squad goes down to Arcade. They just stand around. It looked like chumps, kind of the not as bad as Orange Cassidy, but I, I understand uh, Xavier catching it. He wasn't paying attention, maybe getting RKO, but Kofi getting uh, getting dropped and just yeah, for what? Oh, Randy got a mean on. streak. Uh oh, uh, what about Alexa Bliss and her? Uh, her fucking yo, she gave now. Shayna cramps. She gave Shayna leg cramps. Like what? 
Okay. I thought it was more than leg cramps, man. Like, I don't know if it was Shane. Like, the way Shane was selling it, it was like uh, like she was possessed or didn't have uh, control over her legs. I guess they sold it as a cramp, but she said it was creepy. It was like Pet Cemetery. That sister in the bed with the twisted back scare. Yeah, oh, she that ass up. Doing it. But yeah, what what the hell? What the hell? Why are they yeah. continuing? Why they could they could have easily they could have just pretended like none of this happened and if we hadn't seen Alexa Bliss since WrestleMania after all that shit. And they were like, Nope. Have we has the fiend showed up? I haven't seen since the night after, since his uh, initial kind of flabbergasted response. One more time. I'm assuming uh, Fiend, very wise. Has he, has, uh, has he shown up at, since his uh, kind of flabbergasted, like, oh, my God, she turned on me response? No. All right. I didn't think so. All right. Let's, uh, let's open things up. Talk to some people. Who we got here? Let's uh, start newer. With Kylan, 347-202-0103 is the number to call, by the way. Kylan, what's going on, buddy? What up? Not much. Travis, how are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. Hanging in there. Uh, You know. That's great. The the eastern tri-state area is, is starting to... Reopen here. Oh yeah, just in time. I need to go back, for, to go back in the house. Just in time for a gas shortage, apparently. That's all I see. People putting gas in plastic bags. I, what you mean? I got like four sandwich baggies full of just lying my coat. I'm on the underpass at at at, at 183 in Cameron, like here. <laughs> Next to the squeegee, uh-huh. the homeless guys, like, here, got them bags, them bags. What the fuck is going on? Well, some it's, global, it's not, you know, let's just shut the gas down. Because all of a sudden, we don't got gas. For real, just a surplus. You just, anyway. After a year, people not driving and shit, all of a sudden, the gas ran out. So if things were normal, we'd be, we would have been having this conversation, what, last, last summer? Last fall, at least? Fuck out of here. It's not it's not as bad here, but it it's really bad in in Charlotte and and Bruce's area in Greensboro because they're even showing Charlotte and Greensboro on our New York news here. Why are they? Why is it specifically there? There. Halfway up the country, uh, gas gets pricier the north more north it has to go. Uh, it seems I like don't Charlotte know, should be better off than anybody in fucking New York or Pennsylvania or anything. If there's some kind of legit shortage. Well, the the Secretary of Energy w- went out of her way Monday to say. Oh, don't worry. There, there is no gas shortage right now, but 
I understand why people are afraid, but we're working to resolve things as quickly as we can. This is, this is, my instinct, I don't fucking know, but my instincts tell me gas has been creeping up, right? Like the whole pandemic, gas was like, you know, one fucking 90. Like, yo, this is fucking shit. And they don't, and, and the thing is, when you, when it goes back up to fucking three bucks, people are going to be like, oh, oh, it was cool when, you know, the supply and demand, whatever, whatever. People, people don't understand, and that's just greed of, of industry. And I think they didn't want that kind of uh, shock, like people, you know, blaming the oil companies, blaming the gas company, uh, you know, all the petrochemical companies for, for gouging. So they create a shortage and prices go up. And then all the, you know, and everybody, I don't know, it's not a conspiratorial fucking instinct. It's just, yeah. And I'm, ain't no shortage. That's such bullshit. Shortage. Shortage. Like, did something happen? Is another fucking, uh, <laughs> barge stuck in the Suez Canal or some shit? Like, is it a world event? I know, we, you know, we blew up some Palestinians, but they don't control no gas. You know, that's an everyday occurrence. That's sport at this point. Um, yeah. Things, yeah. Sure, they don't just have to show. Oh, we sure. All right. Ran over. Go ahead, guys. So, f- for this week's Peacock Report. This is a transition. <laughs> In terms of li- library content, mm-hmm. we we had the addition of Trailblazer, the Alundra Blaze slash Medusa story of her highlighting her, her return to WWE. To be inducted into the Hall I think that was a pretty game. good one. I think that was, uh, they were on a stretch. They had a run in like 16, 17, you know, and they, they were doing those like, like 365s. I think the Alundra Blaze one was a part of some of those really that, good good ones that they did. That was, that was a whole totally separate thing. I get that, it. I understand what I said. I'm just saying they had a stretch where they were doing the real you know, all those just uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, thanks, Checkmaster. <laughs> Go ahead. Um we we also had all of the tough enough lot lot <laughs> Wow. But for whatever reason the t- tough enough see, Year four with Ms. Daniel Pewter and Daniel Rodimer only has the first episode up right now. But all other episodes from other years are up, so we're just waiting for season four to be fully uploaded and we also had two Yo, Dre swore Daniel Rodheimer was going to be a star 
think a lot of people did. Stephanie certainly did. Remember the rumors about that? I heard him. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. And we also had two nearly full years of Sunday Night Heat added. What years? Because, like, 98 the first, was fucking lit. Like, wasn't the it their first, first year? Two, like 99 or some shit. 98, 90, 98, 99. Oh, that, see, yeah. That happy, <laughs> that might be, I might key that up right now. So watch it. There's some heat on in the background. Because you had the high, uh, you know, the typical high production value that they had. Uh, and not, uh, not all the main eventers, but they still was putting out some bangers. I mean, Lita became a fucking star because of heat. Her, her and uh, what's his, what's his face became you know doing their shit on heat doing their gimmick S A Rios before they came up to Raw as mainstays. But yeah, because they was having bangers weekly on heat. I uh, Lance Storm and oh, this was later. This was like oh two oh three. But I was like Steve Blackman, but that's not that time. Lance Storm and maybe. Jerry had Lynn. a uh-huh. monster fucking match on Heat. And then they brought it back. Then they had it on Raw the next night, which was technically a week later because of how the taping schedule worked. And they had the match on Raw. And they did a – I think it was RVD and Lance Storm. Why would they have RVD on Heat? I don't know. But they did a leg gimmick. Somebody was working the leg the whole match and just was a, a completely different match. And you just weren't going to get that banger that you got on heat the week before or maybe the night before where they were just flipping and flying and you know non-stop 100 miles an hour it was just so good but it's Lance Storm so it wasn't like some fucking spot fest bullshit you know yeah but okay yeah that's a good one thanks for that as, as a matter of fact it the heat episodes go up to when when Triple H did his infamous it's it's my time from um fully loaded ninety nine night. Okay. My time my time The best Triple H song, Lord yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess that's the uh, the cock report. What uh got any questions for this week? Um, with, with Dave Meltzer now reporting that WWE is con- is considering holding SummerSlam at Madison Square Garden on August 22nd. Where should where should the Survivor Series be be held in November in terms of major venues or semi major venues? Is, is, is the Alamo Dome? Uh, that's a. That, that, why do I think uh, of them in Survivor Series? 
did they have a history of doing a bunch of them in San Antonio, or is that just once? In- San Antonio is typically the Rumble. Rumble. Well, lately. They've had two. They've had two Royal Rumbles there, but they've never Three. had a Survivor Three. Series. Oh, and Cam's point is much more. <laughs> they ain't had none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have another okay. Survivor Series. I went. I went to the last Rumble in San Antonio. Matter of fact. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, where, where, what, what, what do you think of when you? Do you think of a city where you think of Survivor Series? I don't necessarily. And that's a good idea for SummerSlam if you're not going to do um, L.A. and if you're not running Brooklyn like they had been in the last you know, four or five years. Um, Toronto, I thought, was was in the running, at least before before COVID. When they were trying to decide, okay, no more Brooklyn. Where should we go now for SummerSlam? I don't know. Where do you think, Cam? What do you think when you think Survivor Series? Um, had that shit in Minnesota. Or yeah, I'm trying to think of what, what I really attach it to. Um, I don't have it in Minnesota. No, really. Like Florida, Georgia. Hmm. Yeah, actually, Atlanta doing Survivor Series. Um. It's just not as iconic of a like when you say where should SummerSlam be? It's like oh, okay, uh, MSG. New York. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but not Survivor Series. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely in like an old arena, like an Alamo Dome, or a, a, you know, just some a city that's got a, an arena that's not you know brand fucking new. About that, which is very few cities anymore. So that's uh, shit. Our stadium and our baseball state, shit, both of them, the Link and uh, Citizens Bank Park, came around in '03 and '04 and were super state of the art. Like back then, like they still are. But you think of like, damn, that's going to be 20 years in a couple years. Fuck. We want to tear them, tear them down, and charge people another billion dollars to build a new one. I don't know. You have any ideas where should they do Survivor Series, uh, Kyle? Um, per- perhaps they should do the Survivor Series at may maybe a a a a a a fox a fox. A, a Fox Arena or or uh, F- Ford Ford Field in, in let's in not go crazy, Jeez, <laughs> it's Survivor Series. Uh, they don't even I'm have WrestleMania at Ford Field. Well, it might, maybe not in Detroit. Yes, they did. Two, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Undertaker, I remember two, Undertaker. Two thousand seven. Uh, yeah. His 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 fireworks almost killed Maze and them in the in the cheap seats. Somehow I forget that story. Um, but yeah yeah you're right you're right. <laughs> but not for no goddamn Survivor Series. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know maybe after after uh, 
It's one of the first major things they have besides football. Might get some people uh, to come out for that in droves. Or, or, or maybe, or maybe. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's open yet. But since, since they're not gonna be able to use it for WrestleMania, like, like. Them are Vegas. Maybe they could use the new Raiders stadium. Yeah. Again, it's Survivor Series. I just don't think you can justify a football stadium for the four, the fourth and the big four, even coming off a pandemic, even as one of the first, you know, few major events possibly. Non-football, baseball, basketball. I don't I I'm not saying I personally believe they should, but no. Well, I ask you. I say, well, what do you, where do you think they should, you know, have it survive? You no, ask the question. Knowing the way, I turned it on you. You said the Raiders. No, knowing the way Vince McMahon and Kevin does think, uh, especially the way Vince thinks with with his brain, in <laughs> fact. With Oreos with cheese in there. Wait a second. That's a rumor. Uh <laughs> true, man. Liz man will probably do this show. We're not even attempting this. Yeah. Um No, I think Vince and those guys are smart enough to not try to put maybe, you know, eighteen, twenty thousand people that would show up for Survivor Series in Vegas to try to fill up a you know, what I assume is a fifty, sixty thousand feet stadium. Yeah. So, all right. Anything else for us, Colin? Before we uh, um, move on. Who? Who? Which? Which? Which free agents should should MLW you Samoa Joe in, in no. their upcoming open draft? Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe, if they can get him. Not Andrade's dumbass. Good God. What do he do? That <laughs> boy, dumb. Um, what did he do? What did he do? So you know he's having a match with Del Rio, right? Oh, unfortunately, yeah. He was promoting a match, and this man went to go sit. Uh, he didn't say him by, by name, but mm-hmm. in the same week he said he's doing a Del Rio match, this man was at somebody's court with a gavel talking about, he's not guilty, right? What are you doing? Like, even if they had nothing to do with each other, read the room, dude. Like, come on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still, yeah, I'd go with Joe. If they can, a place like MLW, who's uh, been steadily but surely uh, uh, trying to get their their foot a foothold, you know, COVID really fucked them up. They were having good shows. Rich was uh, reviewing, you know, their the hour that they had on Wednesday. Yeah, they were just doing good stuff and had some momentum. And they're trying to regain and that. Had, uh, and uh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, they just had certainly uh, Charlotte, uh, Myron Reed and Leo Rush go for it. Them mm-hmm. boys, boys are good. Yeah, man. Oh, Anybody else that, besides that uh, besides me. Joe? 
that fit that would fit in an MLW. Uh, uh, I, I joke. Right. I think Andrade would be a great hit for them. Um, yeah. Um, let's see who else. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of who else got released. Just talking about who's free. Yeah, and that would fit. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'd say Joe's a Joe's a good look. That's the clear guy. Yeah. Go ahead, Colin. You're gonna say something. That reminds me for for the. For those of you who who enjoy MLW product and and want to and want to hear it re- reviewed more by by us at at the torch, I'm I'm testing an an MLW theme show as a matter. of I'll be recording a a test episode soon, so pray that pray that Wade likes it and and wants to use it because I feel that MLW really deserves more spotlight than than we give it around here. Yeah, that's a that's not a bad idea. It certainly feels feels a. Uh, Builds a niche that uh, certainly needs to be filled and catered to. So, yeah, good luck on that. I uh, I hope you uh, do a good job. It turns out good. So, appreciate you, Kyler. As always, let's uh, who did we talk to. Let's go to Chicago and talk to Boris. Boris, what's happening? What up? What's going on, guys? A little bit of this. Oh, you know? Huh? I'm, just, I'm slightly excited for tonight. Wow. What's happening? What's tonight? <laughs> Blood and guts falling? Uh, no, 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 no. Well, I was yeah. listening to you guys, but but I was really I'm gonna try to get even quick. Uh, Miro, um, they just flipped the switch on him or something? Oh yeah. And, well, I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know, we knew we knew this was possible. It's just a matter of how they just executed. That's why I say sometimes with these shows, you just have to be patient and let them do what they do. Because once they flip a switch on this person, they're going to push him, just like you gave an example. Well, it wasn't that he wasn't getting you know, pushed, the boards. He was getting pushed like well, a well, fucking no, I, geek. I don't mean to like that. Wait, wait, Trent. You know, I, 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 I got to show my side. Just get to be, my bad. My bad, sir. My bad. For saying <laughs> that way. What I meant is they push, but this, people want to see this version of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I meant, you know, they just flip mm. the switch when they, you know, ready for these guys. But now that he's on this, this human tank is on this position. Uh, he, he's, he's got his sights on the, uh, the, the TNT champion. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's not going to make it to MDF because they either going to let him run, run over him or he's going to win. I don't know, but I'm kind of really excited just to see this match because this mural against Darby Allen, he's not ready to throw him down the stairs, so maybe he's a little broken up. So he, he won't be his 100%. So I figured what happened to him previously might affect his, you know, his his body, you know, whereas he's not at 100%. Because this takes for to run over him and finish him off. So he's not going to even make it to the MGF. You know, I'm excited for the Moxley, of course, the Ghana match. But this mirror thing, I really want to see. Yeah, Moxley the Ghana match. This is a truck crash. <laughs> 
Oh, this is a car crash. Uh, it's, it's more than a car crash. If he if he's really gonna, you know, as he's you know, been on this project, he destroyed. Oh, uh, Kip, what is it, Kip Saving or who he was? You know, <clears throat> they didn't pause so maybe he'll destroy Darby. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm really excited for it because I I do love Miro. They, you know, I just wait on him to change. If they give him the, uh, if if. Darby trusts him like he trusts Brian Cage. You're going to see some crazy stuff, for sure, for sure. Oh, my God. You, the oh board is really God. hype. I like hearing that. Boris is like, yes. really? He's really bubbling about this. Yeah. This dude, this dude, all of a sudden, this just felt like they threw a switch on him. I mean, people was complaining, and they really wanted, you know, that the other version of it. And, boy, when he decided to just start just going off, I'm like, oh, shit. And then they come out. So if he wins the title, what are you gonna do there? Just let him run over people. Just let, let get. Let's, can we just get rid of all the the AEW stars that we tired of seeing? I mean, just line them up. Just line up one. Just injure them so they just go away. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. And then yeah, we just man. have a normal show because we'll get rid of all of guys. You know, and, you know the the hug the hug bunch the hug bunch get get both of them. <laughs> Listen, you see what I'm saying? It's not gonna let. I mean, the best know, friends and their whole gimmick thing. and fucking oh, you your mom's name, Susan. Yeah, the hug, brunch. I mean, let him, let him destroy Orange, Orange Crush, Cassidy, whatever. Just get him, just, just destroy him. You know his name. Right? Just let this, don't, don't let him, don't, don't, don't let him stop. Just let him walk through them all. You know, because they, they, Brian Cage is not, Miro is special. Brian Cage cannot be, like, what the, the way aggressive Miro is. You just can't see that in Brian Cage. You see what I'm saying? So I'm excited for this guy to just come in and, and root some crush because that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, they got Vince and Shane McMahon introducing the first episode of Heat. Shane was walking out with some hot babes. <laughs> oh, um, I guess Booker T's a uh, went up and he defended. It. He defended, that. you know, he defended them crackers. That you know, this is you know. <laughs> I, I didn't expect. Well, I was like, I didn't expect no nonsense from To be fair, they cut you know a a decent amount out because I saw. I think it was Jeff's tweet and it was like the viewers uh, were you know what we were expecting. And then what we got, and it was fucking King Booker shit. So they just completely skipped over, as far as what aired, they completely skipped over uh, WrestleMania 19 and the buildup and the fucking aftermath and all that. And they said, yeah, most likely, man, WWE management. Well, they cut it. They didn't skip over it. They cut it. They cut it, yeah. They they cut it in in what aired. They cut, but they definitely talked about it. In what tone? Maybe Booker T was totally like, eh, you know, understood. They will never know because, unless we get like the fucking raw footage somehow. I don't know. But yeah, they did it. They did talk about it and ask questions about it. They did not air it. So. Damn, Edge was I mean, first match on Wow. Edge versus Jeff Jarrett. Interesting. What a time. 
with a with a different time. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else, Boris? What else you got? Yeah, I mean, what do you think about Raw? I mean, you got Jinder Mahal back. Yo! Coming back. I mean, it's like, what era are we in? What year? What year is this? Yo, hitting that collage. They're killing Jeff Hardy. They're killing Jeff Hardy. Like, what? Where are we at? I mean, I mean, where are we at? I mean, Jeff Hardy's doing what he should be doing. You know, Jeff Hardy shouldn't be, like, winning big matches. He should be putting people over. But not... Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> you know how like, some young up and coming guy. I mean, maybe. I'm not mad that it was Jeff Hardy that took the loss. I'm not more mad that Jinder Mahal is on TV, period, in any context. Man. Like, what are they doing? Why do they got him? And when he hit that Coloss, it just, just pulled back so many. What, 2017? Just, ugh. That's that mm. year on SmackDown or whatever, six months he was champion. It was just so bad. They just were determined. And the fans were like, no. no. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to buy it. We ain't budging. So don't even, don't try it. I don't care how many times you, uh, you know, if he heals, nope, we're not going to boo him like a bad guy. We're going to boo him because we don't fucking want to see him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was tough. When do we get an audience back? Without fans, they just running roughshod right now without fans. We just get backlash on Twitter. But uh, when do we get fans back? <laughs> there's no there's no uh, definitive. Nobody said anything. Like, I'm sure SummerSlam in, in Madison Square Garden is going to have a, as full a crowd as they're allowed to get away with. I actually had a thought that they, they don't never want to bring fans back because they can continue to do exactly what they're doing. They already getting paid. Why bring fans back? I just had a slight, just a slight, just a slight. Garrett debuted the stroke, which was basically a reverse, you know, forward Russian leg sweep. That bullshit ass move that held on to the NWA or the TNA title for fucking years, that corny-ass move. He debuted that shit on the edge as a transition movie. He didn't even... Because it is. That's exactly what it is. I want the fact that he's even as a finisher three years later as champion was a What is Shane? What the hell? They lingerie bottles? They got lingerie magazines? Look at them. Magazines. It says page me, 906-909-930-7586. Anyway. Um, did, you, did I answer a question? Did you ask it? I just go off on something. Tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know either. It's not Anything else, though, before we... The situation with you, I mean, I mean, as far as the looks, hey, she's awesome. But I'm like, so is she gonna wrestle? Sucks, but she fucking sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. We we have this conversation in the group chat, and like Shahid will be like, come up with like all these 
he'll put a lot of words on top of it as to why, like, Eve Marie has, like, value and she did this and she did that. I'm like, but she sucks, though. Like, we're ignoring yeah. the fact that she sucks. Like, like she's trying, so, she's, her job like, is to be a wrestler. Like, in some yeah. form of fashion. And, and like, can't do I don't that. know if you see it, Travis, but, like, that conversation will start and I'll just stop talking because what am I going to tell you? Like, yeah. she sucks. She, she looks great, cool. There's a, a world of women who look great. There's women right. who look great right there in that company who can do things, like who can wrestle or emote or be funny. And it has like, nothing to do not with only oh, fired Samoa Joe but hired Eva Marie. Like, no. I don't yeah, yeah, it's not even that. <laughs> but I will say this, though. They don't have anything to do with each other. But, like, if you put me if, – if I'm a talent scout, if I have two people to hire, between Eve Marie and Billy Kay, I'm hiring Billy Kay because Billy Kay's entertaining. Like Eve Marie looks great, but we it's 2021. If you want to see great-looking women, you can just open your phone and go to Instagram and go yeah. to your Explorer page. Like she does oh, not add value. Look up and down the WWE roster. Like, it ain't like they got <laughs> for sure. And that's, you know, and that's they there are good-looking women right there in WWE, but like no, she sucks though. Like, she yeah. really, really, really sucks. Like, at least right. Dana Brooke, who's not a great wrestler, is super athletic. So, right. like, she's going to pull out a swanton and every, every, every now and again or a moonsault or do some wild shit. Eve Marie's just there. She's not any good. And right. Her like, whole point is to I, get going with heat. Yeah. She fucking sucks, man. I, I, ugh. She's just terrible. She's just terrible. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Boris. It's good talking to you. Well, I guess it wasn't good talking to us. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's keep it pushing. Let's see. Are we get any non-VIP emails? No. Let's uh, – we're a little early, but let's head to Georgia and talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What's going on, you two guys? You know, oh, man, you know. Oh, I don't know, man. Tim, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. me. Figure that shit out, Darrell. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, you left yourself open for that one. I did, in some, on some real life shit, I did take my first step in, uh, in, uh, in a bit of a, I mean, not a career change, an actual guess, like career, not a job, but in uh, being a coming a home inspector. So that's a that's a thing Uh-oh. that's happening in my life. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna be um, you're gonna be um, they might turn you into a creep. You're gonna be and the wives gonna ask you to be one in the home. <laughs> that's not regular. That's not, that's you're unregulated. You're gonna be really expecting. <laughs> That's unregulated. <laughs> I got rules of and regulation. Like, damn, why the, why the, the uh, home inspector done came by three times this month? The home done been inspected like every month for the last mm. three months. Wow. They got DX open in the second segment. Of really pushing that shit. They were not playing around. The whole squad, Triple H, uh, Oh, it's just Triple H, X Pac in China. Is somebody else will? Well, listen to you Man. guys, man. Um, made my day better. Uh, made my day a little bit better because this little fat ass, um, this little fat ass fucker 
who worked with me, uh, <laughs> holding shit up. Fucking. Damn. Damn. Yeah, fat ass. We got one of the fat ass teachers, man. The fat ass man. About, he, he about four fifty, five hundred pounds. Damn. We doing testing this week. We doing testing this week. His fat ass gonna get up and leave them kids in the rooms when he's supposed to be monitoring them testing. He's holding us up so he can go in his car and go to sleep with his feet hanging out the car and it raining on his feet. You know what? I, I'm not even mad no more <laughs> that you disrespected that man. It's cause that's uh, yeah. If you don't go to sleep, you gotta hide completely. <laughs> you can't just be with your feet hanging out. But you know, yeah. Then he gonna get out the car, and uh, when they wake him up, he gonna talk about, oh, my blood pressure was messing up. Huh? Yeah, no, nigga, you just lost, you just lost a lot of wins because you had to walk. Maybe it was his blood pressure. Maybe he's damn, give him a man a cracker or something, an Oreo with some cheese in it, hmm. something shit, help him out. Man, that nigga had oh, eight, man, he had eight, two fucks about, he had eight, four ham sandwiches before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> four ham sandwiches before breakfast. Yeah, I did. I mean that's breakfast. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, that Booker T um thing was interesting, man. I know I was waiting for that little triple A statement, but they cut it. That was up. But everything else, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing where that nigga come from, man, the background. He robbing um I, I don't know how um true that is, but he robbing the store twenty six times or how many times he robbed it. Fucking amazing and hilarious at the same time. Did A and E catch any fight. catch any strays for for you know from social media? I'm sure people on Twitter were like, "What the fuck, A and E adding them and shit." Was there any kind of official like, "Hey, I'm sure they probably just didn't say shit." I don't think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they called it. No, I but I, it. yeah, but I doubt they they said anything about it. But. Hmm. But now nah, that um one other thing though the most the best uh most interesting act outside of Roman them is gotta be especially when it comes to us um colored folks because it's more it's the most modern and up to date and you can see cats like that on your Instagram and um, I already know you're talking about swerve yeah swerve yeah swerve and hit row that's the most interesting out. Yo, they're trying to get yeah, checks to show their titties. Oh, that my that God. That one that fake rap that you heard John Cena, uh, which you oh heard John God. Cena doing, and, and, them, and them clowns um, over there on uh, AEW. It wouldn't be a clown? Uh, yeah. I'm so, booty yeah. That, that fake rap that, that be picking at the genre and everything, but everybody bite off off of it. So, you know what I'm saying? What they were doing, that was that real uh, battle rap. That, that's what mm-hmm. battle rap feel that you see. On the slam videos. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I I I like his attitude change. I like his edge. I like that he is a crew. I like that they don't dress like assholes. Like NXT has a few like factions. They haven't really missed on a faction. Like they, I like them. I like the way. Of course, I love Undisputed Era. Um, Even though Pat McAfee Goons Battle Squad was that that didn't uh, last long. They were hard. Yeah, they were hard. Yeah. Um, 
I fuck with uh, Legato de Fantasma. Like, yeah, like they, they yeah. Back, they got some good groups down there, but yeah, I like what Swerve and them are doing. Now, have you seen the other three wrestle, uh, Darrell? Because I haven't. No, um, yeah, I've done it. He's been wrestling a few times, and he wrestled on. Uh, he been tagged with um, Swerve before. He, and, you know, okay. he, 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 oh yeah, 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 for sure. I know exactly. Yep. I didn't put the na- name with the he, face, he, but he, yep. Yeah, you know the other guy. You know the other guy. He's on. Um, He's on um the the little show that come on after um the show um what they did with Booker T and all that. You know, he a former NFL football player and he on that show too. They call him Top Doll on there. He do um, when they're going searching for the memorabilia. Okay. But now I ain't seen him or I ain't seen old girl Ralph and either. Mm. She looks good though. She do. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see her wrestle. There ain't no way she can wrestle. But how she rapping? She was acting like she's supposed to be the brains behind the operation. So Which is cool. I right. like how she put right. the brains right. in the rap. Uh-huh. Be the manager. Be the be the the, 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 the lawyer. Whatever the fuck that position. Sure. But don't make her wrestle. <laughs> I don't even think big man can wrestle. But you know, we'll see. I like his promo. Cutting all the uh, acronyms from the NFL to the this, that, and to the NXT, you know, that was good. But he's training to be a wrestler. Uh, He's been been training with them for a while, so. But I don't think they should wrestle right now. I don't think they should um, wrestle or go after nobody after the little pay-per-view that they had um, in, what, about two, three weeks? The Asia House. Mm-hmm. See what they do with them. But um, I know y'all were talking about Roman earlier. I think this story ain't really about Roman. It's about um Jay Uso and see who he gonna um if he gonna cause that look that he gave his brother when his brother um um chumped him and said you acting like a little you, hey you, you being Roman's bitch. But hey man, I need you. We can do this, and I think. We're gonna he gonna turn on uh, Jimmy. He's gonna turn on Jimmy. And, um Yeah. And and and, and beat him up because not why you wanna go back from being main event. Um main event then to a tag team. Um uh, still in the Booker mm-hmm. T line. Um hey, once you start getting the main event checks, the um the one on one checks, hey that tag team shit ain't it's for the birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. She's making that real money hey, at best. But it, it's interesting. That's, that's probably the only interesting thing they have on the whole show. And then they come with this uh, pay-per-view. I know I seen Cam put up his um, – it has been a while that he put up his um, his snow bunny um, um, love, but, you know, he had to, you know, everybody knows Charlotte, or regular clothes, Charlotte, a big body and things, so. <laughs> oh, Charlotte, man, she, she she was on her game. She was in her bag. I, I, it's going to be interesting where they go with, like, the actual reason Sonya Deville is, like, is helping her out, if they ever explain it. I'm a fucking devious, though. Oh, yeah. 
Sonya's uh, protecting Charlotte. Like who she going line with? Yeah, Sonya's the yeah. one like giving Charlotte shots. Hmm. Interesting. I, I still say, man, that that Raw. Now they want to start. They use a couple of different people, but they use the wrong people. You use you bring a Jinder Mahal back, and he threw one of the worst punches I ever seen in my life. The boy tried to throw <laughs> a Matrix punch because I guess uh, <laughs> Jeff uh, went. Uh, he think Jeff was gonna make it in time or whatever to block it. But he threw a matrix punch. That nigga really slow molded. He slow molded his own thing. Um, I don't like that Jay, um, Dave Chappelle skit when they when he was in the club and talking about when you walking in slow mo and you know, everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was doing all that crazy shit. I said, man, this this did bullshit. They, yeah. Did they introduce? Did they introduce who gen, who genders heavies were? Who's who's charges? Yeah, were? they said their name. I think it was an after, yeah. It was before the match. Yeah, they yeah. put names okay. to them. Um, right. I like that they well, did not interfere in the match. I thought that was cool. Like I'm just out here with the homies. Yeah. Now, if the if the point you know, is one of them, one of them guys to this year to get that one guy who seems like interesting, who seems like he could be a star. I, I've never seen him work or anything, but if the idea is maybe to get one of those guys over, like, okay, sure, pair him, put him with an established person like gender, even though he's got his own history and baggage and all that kind of shit uh, with the fan base. But if, if your eye is on, well, no, the long in the long term, we want this guy to, to be over, and we just want to do something this way. I, you know, maybe. Man, you can't have a clown. You can't have a clown uh, introducing you and hyping you up. They're just like, uh, if you trying to get the rap game, Deacon Batista, like, come on. He was hanging out with a reverend. Like, and he became like one of the biggest, biggest stars in the two thousand. Like, that's. But okay, yeah. you're talking about that character right there. But Devon was already um, considered. A little bit the shit back when he was with the WWE. I mean, Jerry Mahal is still a former WWE champion. champion. We might not like him and, and and all that kind of stuff, but he is. A, we know who he is. He's a fixture in WWE for like fifteen title, years. How much does that title even mean? Um, I see if it meant something to hold it, and when he held it, it didn't even mean nothing. Okay, I, I, I mean, yes, that's we're not. That's not the argument I'm having. Or, or, or that I'm making. That is absolutely correct. I went through that earlier. How that was the worst times and yeah. But introducing people to the audience, you know, that's that's different. Yeah, but like like they always say, you don't have nothing but one time to make a um, first appearance. You know, um, and a first impression. So, you know, if you are making an impression with somebody whose impression already is 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 low, people gonna look at you low. Yo, so <laughs> Mario Oh my god, he mushed the shit out of me. Yo <laughs> Mario Lopez and his hot ass girlfriend, I guess at the time, is in uh his front row. And Val Venus came out after his segment, 
And uh, Mario Lopez was like, oh, you coming? I'm the star. You trying to shake my hand? And he moved him out the way, like, nah, I'm trying to see your girl. And he does his hip gyration. And then Mario Lopez steps up again, like, fam, that's my girl. He just mushes the shit out of him. And then Mario Lopez jumped the fence, jumped the barricade, and, uh, and, and double leg took took down uh, Val Venus. <laughs> oh, my God. He was fucking was at work. <laughs> That's, that's crazy that you brought up that name. Uh, uh, and he gave an interview last week talking about how he wanted to get in the ring and rap. Hey, uh, okay. Good luck with that. Maybe MLW will... Uh, <laughs> what? Mario Lopez, 50-something-year-old ass, want to start wrestling? Mario Lopez from 1998 on Heat, if, this, if that was his debut into the business, okay, sure. But, no, why would he want to do it? He's eating off a fucking uh, Saved by the Bell uh, uh, syndication. Still, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he does Hollywood, you know, hosting gigs and all that pretty boy shit. I don't understand why. Uh, and he just brought back Saved by the Bell, too. Yep. Right. And, and, and everybody in it. Beat up his body for in the in and one of the points of wrestling that's the least popular, at least with the mainstream audience. Man, hustling backwards. Yeah, that's what I would want to ask you guys too. Since it's it's so it's so less popular out of all the um, organizations right now, and we can leave out somebody like Roman Reigns. But who is the next three people that you can see that have some type of crossover appeal, and why? Of course, Bianca. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. Sasha's already getting. Yeah, I think I think the of course is Sasha, but yes, if you're going to say she's already there. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, Naomi. They really could. They got something there that they've had for a long time, but. Whenever she does anything, man, social media who don't even watch wrestling goes crazy. You know, like yeah. they can still, she's still young enough. She looks great, uh, super athletic, great smile. I just don't think she has like chops. Yeah, like, she, I mean, like for wrestling, but yes, and you can get away. I think with you can be mainstream that. without necessarily like being an actor. <laughs> Like Naomi could be she could model for somebody yeah. and be in somebody's commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't yeah. have to go necessarily the same route, but I do think right. she could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, as far as men go, like I, I really think that Appreciate if, the same if WWE sticks with him, I think it's dream. You know, like personal feelings aside, they keep the guy around. They think they got something with him. You know, um. I think I think Riddle's too far out there. I don't think you know, he really he's gonna be that. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, what I really think it's to a wide enough audience. I don't think. Yeah, they're they're awesome. So you, like, you only see people in um W and WWE as being crossover. Uh, in AEW, I mean, it's weird. We keep doing the same thing. Jade Cargill, you know, she just is so unique. Um. Oh, you know, real quick, the, the, I, I follow this uh, this artist art page on um, Instagram called Nubia Mancy, and one of their posts last week, they put they named all these different 
like, uh, whatever. But I was going through the hashtags, and I was like, huh, this looks like Jay Cargill. And then I looked at the thing, like, oh, that's fucking Jay Cargill. Like, so she, I didn't know she was, like, into, like, cosplay. And, and I knew she was kind of, like, a model and fitness, fitness woman. But, uh, but, yeah, so she, in a sense, already... Like, the reason she got connected to wrestling was because she was kind of already, you know, trying to do the, you know, the traditional kind of way of just becoming a star through, you know, fitness and that, that kind of shit, modeling and all that. Um, yeah, wrestling's probably just a, another step in that in that direction. Get a wider audience. I mean, you got to say Xavier Woods, then. We already had a crossover with Tim, as you claim, you know, with that industry. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Who was the, who was the person? I didn't hear. Woods. Xavier oh, Woods. Oh, Xavier? Um, yeah. Like, like, crossover, yeah, crossover into the is, – is G4 mainstream is probably the question. But yeah, that, it's certainly right. something that – it's certainly, like, a big thing, though. Like, I, I yeah. wouldn't take that away from him. Yeah, um, that, it's, it's that weird, like, talking about, like, building more than WWE. It's weird talking probably. about men, because when you really think about it, like, of course, Steve Austin was Steve Austin. Like, there's no denying that. But, like, they haven't really had a white guy cross over into the mainstream. Like, Hogan was a big deal, but he made a bunch of duds. Uh, you know, Macho Man got some shine, but, like... No, nobody's really – I can't think of a white guy who left wrestling and became a bigger name. A lot of them corny, man, and um, you can't make uh, raps about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. Like, that's, it's, it's – the, the reason that it's interesting to me is because it's typically who's in your main event, you know? And, and there have been – like, I'm not saying there have been great white main eventers. Of course there have been. Like, you got your, your Austins – your Hogan's, your Machos, your Flares, like, you can go up and down the road. But for some reason, those guys don't have the appeal of, like, a Hollywood or a TV in that same way. You know, I think Austin could have. But you got to think about it. If he had a different personality. And some of them had different, um, like, things that caught the eye of other, like, minorities or something like that, like Rick Rock, not not Rick Rock, but uh, Rick Flair, the way he talked. It was the mm-hmm. this how he talked, and it was similar to the slang and and um the game that you know, for sure people who be want uh want to be players and stuff like that you know you like that bravado. Mm-hmm. Stone Stone Cold, it was all about um, it was all about you know the badassery. You know how many times you hear Negroes come up and talk about how they want to um uh, beat up their boss. I don't want to come in here and whoop your ass. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's this bitch at work. I don't want to beat this motherfucker up. <laughs> you know, something like this. You know what I'm saying? Or how I was talking to her about fat ass. You know what I'm saying? So that type of stuff. Nowadays, you know, you don't, you don't get that. You know, uh, who? Drew on top. You know, you know, Drew ain't, you know, Drew seem a little corny when you try to, when you try to explain that to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to think like that. And not um, being embarrassed against uh, him, too. Yeah. And what? Uh, MJF? 
he say white he say white people corny lines. Yeah, that be real corny. He be uber corny, you know. And the thing about him, like like he's playing a character, but not really playing a character. So like, I don't know if there would be things for him to really do outside of wrestling that aren't like in the vein of a high school bully. You know what I mean? Like who's, just, who's that? MJF. MJF. Okay. Like that's just kind of you know his and like uh, you could say like Adam Page. I don't know what Adam Page can do outside of the Adam Page. You know, it's difficult. It's absolutely difficult. Yeah, and then they took. The I, I like I'd say Marcus Ford. You know, um, but that's there's still time there. Like there, yeah. there's. Hard to project. Difficult to project. Yeah, I see that was just questions that, you know that you wanna uh figure out. It'd be it'd be good to just to map out and see if you can see if anybody will be that way. Or how it looking like John Cena might be the one who everybody hated on might be the last of um somebody who go crossover. It's gonna be a while, yeah. There's gonna be a big gap between uh, I mean, for Rock, Rock was the guy for, you know, 10 years, I guess. And, that, like, he's still the guy, right? But, I mean, the next guy to come along was probably really Batista. Um, and there's a shorter gap between Batista kind of making it and Cena making it. But, yeah, still. And they contemporary, so you can count them as in the same thing. So, it's like... <laughs> The Cena competing with Shaq for, uh, for for most uh, goddamn endorsement, most jobs, yeah. <laughs> most jobs. That man is on uh, on a Was commercial during uh, Dynamite, and then has a show Thursday nights, and then he has his HBO Max show coming out, and got two movies dropping. The man is doing a lot. The man was on a commercial selling something. I don't know. He was just on a giant on a giant cow, I think. Maybe a lizard, and it was like a game show. Like, why is he on the lit giant cow? Crescent game show button. Oh, pink cow. Oh, okay. It was a yeah. I guess it was a giant pink cow. What's, what's the you know, strawberry milk? What? No, I think. Oh, no, what do you Credit score thing or, or something else. Okay, mm-hmm. but it ain't milk. <sighs> but yeah, that's right. that, that, all that man, that's not that's that's probably it, man. And uh, are y'all going to go see um, Spiral? I, I want to. Um, what um, is that Friday, Friday night? I don't know if I can go to a movie yet. I don't know. I can't Spiral. Know. Why? Why is that a uh, the new Saw movie with Chris Rock? And, uh, uh, and who is it? Chris Rock. Know, he took on, uh, Chris Rock and um, I think uh, is it Samuel Jackson enough? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, Samuel. Cause, you know, Chris mm. Rock took over the um the Saw franchise. Now he right yeah. Saw some screenshots. I mean, it looks interesting, but I don't particularly have any interest. I'm probably gonna fuck with it. Uh, let me see if yeah. it comes out on bootleg this week. <laughs> All right, Jarrell, get out of here. Okay, fuck you too then. <laughs> <laughs> I think people All think right. you're going to mute them right there so they don't say nothing. Oh, I guess. It's, yeah. 
you know, he's a new caller, so he doesn't know the cadence of the show, I guess. <laughs> so, all right, that does it for us this week. Uh, we'll be by next next week for, for another free edition of the East Coast Cast. Uh, you VIP folks, though, the uh, show is not over. Click over, and uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour for some content and see what's on his mind and, you know. Last week turned into the anime coast cast somehow, and that that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll get at y'all next week. So until then, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Your nigga beats pound, gather round, I push it down Call the champ sound, shorty up, real cool cat My anamoria, break dance, just like chance Then it's shorty more than just immaculate taste And I'm sort of a connoisseur of all things fresh Yes, the lord of this, dope shit dropped on this Damn it, recording it, stop, I get off my job He ain't supporting this, subordinate So you show caps and crazy ornaments Decorate my chest, got strikes, nights like Jordan's eye Walk on air to my throne, Patron and Cognac, flashing out my flag. Pass and hold that.